Hello? Oh, my God. What's up, Nicole? All right. So I guess the game is on. What's up, guys, and welcome back to the show. I have one of my best friends on the line. I actually remember the very first time Nicole and I met. I was miserable working the Sunday afternoon shift at the coffee shop, and Nicole just happened to bless me with her presence, lightening me up on my terrible day, and before I knew it, her and I became friends because she speaks pork and cheese. So what is up, Nicole? <laughs> okay, for the record, we met a lot earlier than that. I do recall it being, I think, Valentine's Day of last year. I walked in with um, with one of my really, really close friends, and I ordered my drink from Will, and we went to sit in the corner, and then all of a sudden, this dude walks up to us with flowers and said he bought a bunch of flowers and was giving them to all the girls. When I mentioned (laughs) that to him, (laughs) yep, when I mentioned it to him later, um, he kind of was like, yeah. I was, like, giving it to all the pretty girls in the group, and I was like, uh, okay, thanks, I guess. (laughs) So that's how we actually met. Um, But we did meet later. I also believe that before we actually became acquainted, I got a free smoothie from Will, too. So we were destined to be friends. Oh, wow. See, you remember a lot more than I do. I just remember that one time you and Naomi came in and just, like, relieved me from such a very stressful day. But damn. (laughs) We yeah, came a long way, though. We came a yeah. long way, though. That we did. Anyways, with that being said, I have Nicole on the line today because her and I have came such a long way being friends, and her and I have connected in a way like I haven't with most people. Like, she's one of the people that I could have a great conversation with. Like, I can speak to you, Nicole, like I can't speak with other people because I feel like with other people – I have to dumb myself down, you know, for them to understand what I'm trying to say. You know what I mean? I feel you. So yeah. I've always I've always felt like I've had that connection with you, and I just want to introduce you to my audience today. So with that being said, I kind of want to really share with my viewers who you really are as a person. And I think there's just some things I still don't know about you, which is kind of funny. Cause I, it's like I think I know you, but I think I don't. So... <laughs> <laughs> So with that being said, uh, so Nicole, like, tell us a bit about yourself. Like, you came from Africa, right? I was born and raised, um, partially raised, in a tiny country on the East African coast called Mozambique. And I lived in the U.S. from right around when I was eight months old to when I was five. Then I moved back to Mozambique. And moved back to the U.S. for college. And that's where I am now. Being all college, right? <laughs> well, yeah, so is, is grad school considered college? Technically, yeah, of course. Why wouldn't it be? Okay, what else would it be called? I don't know. True. But yeah, so Nicole is from Mozambique, which is a really cool country in Africa. And a question I've always asked other people when I meet them in downtown West Palm that go to Palm Beach Atlantic University is why PBA? And that's something I want to ask you, Nicole. So of all places that you could have been to, of all the universities you could have chosen from, why PBA and why West Palm Beach? Um, well, um, I guess part of me will say that 
growing up in Florida had a lot to do with making that decision because we do have um, quite a few close family friends living in the area, um, even as close as Fort Lauderdale. But at the time, I think that the biggest um, motivation for me to go to a school like PBA um, was actually probably a three-pronged deal. At that time, I was playing soccer very seriously, and I thought about playing um, as part of the Sailfish team, which was our mascot. And I'm also a bit of a nerd, so when I found out I got into the honors program at PVA, I was kind of sold because why not? And uh, I'm also a a veteran Christian school kid, um, so, like, from about the sixth grade to my senior year, I was in a bunch of Christian – I was in two different Christian schools. So the environment was going to be really familiar, which really helped my mom with, you know, getting used to the fact that I wasn't going to be home. And, you know, it's a familiar environment. So I guess moving and starting school wasn't going to be as difficult. Gotcha. But, I mean, yeah – you know, I guess it makes sense if you went to Christian school your entire life and you go to Christian university, it's like you kind of feel like you're in place, right? Like you feel like you are somewhat at home. But it's different because you're coming from a completely different country and you're coming all the way out to West Palm Beach, Florida. So what was that experience? What was the culture shock for you? Mm, let's see. Like, what was different? Like Yo, um this is going to make me sound like incredibly spoiled right now, but I'm pretty sure I called my ex crying my eyes out because I hated the smell of bleach and I was the person in charge of cleaning the bathtub that week um, in my dorm. Other than that, I think, you know, there are certain things I wasn't used to doing and all of a sudden having to do that, like laundry Oddly enough, um, I did my laundry every week when I was a freshman, and by the time I was a senior, maybe every three to four weeks. So I came a long (laughs) way. Um, It kind of increased proportionately with my time in school. Mm. But, yeah, I think it was tiny things like that and then a lot of cultural differences. Like, everyone seemed to be in a bit of a rush there or a little bit too materialistic, and I don't know. Or, like, even family bonds. I guess I come from a huge family, and, you know, that includes everyone, like my parents' cousins and all that jazz. And when I got here, it's, like, pretty much the nuclear family. Like, maybe your grandparents are involved, or maybe your aunts and uncles are involved. But, hell, I live next door to my aunt and uncle, and... I'd be there, like, every other day if I didn't get home too late when I lived at home. So it's, like, tiny differences like that, but those differences make a big difference, obviously. Gotcha, gotcha. There's one thing I've always noticed about PBA, because I've I've visited other universities like FSU, UCF, USF, and one thing I've noticed about the culture of PBA is that you guys are, like, like, you guys are the nicest kids, like, Honestly, like, that's one thing that freaked me out the most about you guys, that y'all were so nice. And I was just like, shit, like, are you, are you guys all like this? Is like a cult? Like, <laughs> I was like, curse at me, say something to me, tell me to shut up. Like, don't take my shit, you know? And I just wanted to see, like, what was your take from that with 
working with those kinds of kids because like you guys were so nice but you guys are the honestly pba kids are probably the most kind-hearted probably like my favorite group of people in the entire world like I, I always look forward to seeing everyone at the coffee shop like summers are are honestly terrible without everyone there Aww. i just want to hear yeah no just that's that's telling the truth but i just want to hear your take with everyone like the culture of pba like what was it like being in that school um you know i really liked it um at least for the first few years then towards the end i guess i was stuck in the middle of a really really odd existential crisis which may i guess being at pba pretty difficult but no, like everyone is nice and people do yeah. genuinely care. Like, yes, you do get people who are like assholes, like me. Um, but, <laughs> but you know, they're so nice. I mean, you you met a lot of my friends. Like Brooke is one of the kind. I love Brooke. I've been seeing Brooke yet. Brooke's like one of my ever. favorites. <laughs> um, Brooke, Kyle. You see, like, all these people, and they're memorable people, even if you are a self-proclaimed, like, person disliker. You know, these are people that kind of find their ways into your heart, and you can't cut them out. And, I don't know, call it their genuine care for humanity or, you know, don't blame it, but peg it on their religion. But these people tend to be some of the most genuine people you'll ever meet. And that, I think, is what puts, what sets PBA students apart from a lot of other people I've met. No, absolutely. It's Definitely a lot different from how I grew up because I feel like with the people, because I, I mean, granted, I grew up 20 minutes west of the school, you know, it's like distance-wise is that not that much of a difference, but it's like a melting pot. Like you have so many different people in one university and growing up out here in Royal Palm, like it's such a different world, you know, right. and I, I grew up with a set of friends and group of people where it's like me making fun of you is okay. That's a way of me saying that I like you. But I feel like if I came out of the blue and I started roasting you guys, like y'all would probably get mad and cry or something, you know, but it's just like a different world. You know, it's like, it's a culture shock to me meeting you guys being such genuinely kind hearted people, you know, and that was such a, personally for me, that was a major culture shock. I've seen the, of the generosity and the kindness amongst a group of people. And that, I guess it, it forced me to be a little bit more kind-hearted and generous. Because even though I feel like I could be an asshole sometimes, like being around that kind of people has forced me, has, has really gave me the permission to be nice. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, okay, first off, you have never seen us in the middle of one of our famous meme battles. Um <laughs> There's a Yo, such um, we are great when it comes to our memes, but I also think that, you know, we, it ends up being more of a choice when it comes to um, being nice 
because it is a lot easier to be a dickwad, and I'll be the first person to tell you that, because, yeah. And I don't know, I feel like their ability to love people, you know, all the time in every which way ends up being a really wonderful choice that they're making, and I love it. Uh, but, yeah, no. Dude, these kids know how to roast people. And <laughs> I would love they to know. see that. <laughs> well, it happens, and sometimes it gets you out of the blue, and it catches you off guard. And it's kind of brilliant, but, yeah. Is it we're, so we're respectful? It's just like it's within the lines? Right. We're really glad <laughs> gotcha. To make you nicer, though. So gotcha. We make you want to be a nicer person. That's no, no, you nice. guys, you guys do, and I feel bad whenever I'm mean. Like even, even just slightly sarcastic, I'm just like, oh wow, I feel terrible <laughs> about that. But no. that being said, do you think it has to do a lot with what they're studying as well? Like, because I've noticed that a lot of kids are studying very interesting degrees, like cross cultural studies or you know, social entrepreneurship, like, really different things, like, I've never heard of before, you know what I mean? So, do you think that could have played a role as well? Um, yes and no. I mean, some of the nicest people I met at PBA had, like, you know, pretty basic, regular, like, pretty run-of-the-mill majors. Others in the like in some of the majors you mentioned tended to be like I don't know sometimes unapproachable or every time you're around them you felt like really uncomfortable like you're getting in someone you're trying to weasel your way into someone's click and you didn't necessarily fit in and that was really sad but honestly like the coolest thing about PBA is the variety of majors they offer and the flexibility they give students to explore outside their major. Like, dude, I was straight up pre-med, like, when I came in, and I was a cross-cultural study minor until my last semester, but I also studied a crap ton of philosophy and then ended up taking a bunch of political science classes, too. And those played a very interesting role in getting me where I am and all of my mental development. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think, if anything, all of those, you know, majors offered by PBA make things kind of great. Gotcha. So prior to this, we were talking about, like, you you had a lot of change of courses in the degrees that you were pursuing at PBA and how those decisions kind of changed the course of your life. Like right now you are, you just got into NYU, you're actually in NYU at the moment. So let's kind of change gears real quick as to how these decisions you've made, changing courses at PBA got you to where you are today. Like let's go in deep with that real quick, shall we? Okay. Sweet okay. Ditto. Well, hmm, started out doing straight up pre-med because I wanted to go to medical school. And um, first, fun fact, did you know that the average American student changes their major about 
five times before they graduate. That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, I mean, when I think about the fact that, like, I had one major, but I went to a school that offered me enough academic flexibility to explore other things, like, I count myself pretty darn lucky. Um, yeah, after, you know, my sophomore year, I was like, hell no, am I going to medical school? Like, I cry every time I go shadow a doctor because it pours me out of my head. But at the same time, I was like, crap. I love a lot of these things. But it wasn't until, like, talking about bacteria and walking to my professor's office asking her if I had gonorrhea, not uh-uh. no. which, in context, which, in context, which in the way I said it sounds terrible, but we had to grow unknown bacteria and look at it from under a microscope and run a bunch of biochemical tests. And based on a lot of the results I got and the way it looked under the microscope, I genuinely thought that my bacteria sample, my unknown bacteria sample was gonorrhea. It was not because undergrads do not necessarily work with bacteria, uh, something I did not recall because I generally thought we'd grown bacteria, gonorrhea in class. <laughs> so, yeah, but it's things like that, like tiny moments in your college career that define things a lot more than your specific major because at the same time that, like, I thought I was growing gonorrhea, I gave a presentation in one of my um, classes on basically the 19th to 21st century, and like in terms of literature, philosophy, politics, and all that. And I gave a presentation on the germ theory of disease, which ends up being, like, one of the foundational discoveries and theories behind the field I'm studying now. And that's when things, like, clicked for me. But, hell, your homegirl is argumentative as hell, so she decided that Arab-Israeli conflict would be a great class to take at a super conservative school when she's, like, a liberal snowflake. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God, that's crazy, oh. So, I did love, I love PBA, though, like, Believe me, like you heard me, t- you could, you heard me talk a lot of crap a lot of the time. But I genuinely love that school and all the people there, and yeah. No, I've so. definitely grown to love this school too. That's that's for sure. Do I you even go there? I felt like I did because I was downtown and around you guys all the time, and I attended your prom. <laughs> yeah, he went to our prom, and everyone asked him if he went to the school. Do you, uh, do you actually do you go here? I'm like, no. <laughs> yep. It, oh, it, it actually so sounded funny. just like that. And then they saw him with us. And I don't know if that did anything to street cred. It was probably like, um, why is he hanging out with them? They're weird. Which is no, true. My roommate no. and I are like it, incredibly it weird. It was funny, we though. The looks, the looks, yo. <laughs> the looks I got that night from everyone. They were like, oh, like, do you actually go here? I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, do you go here? Uh, no. It's like, wait, why are you hanging out with Nicole and Serena? And it's like, cause bitch, I can. Cause you guys are cause probably the coolest dope. people. What? Y'all dope. That's all good. 
Yeah, no, it's definitely all good. So how would you say that the, the decisions you made throughout your career in PBA, well, throughout your attendance in PBA, dramatically affect the course of your of your life? Like, you're, you're at NYU right now, so what little decisions have you made in the process that got you to where you are right now? Okay. Um, I think the first most formative decision I made at all was probably deciding to go to India at the end of my freshman year. Um, I taught English with a wonderful group of seven people um, in New Delhi for about two months. And while we were there, we would talk to our mentor about all of the different life paths we wanted to take. And I think I wasn't entirely sold on medical school because it became very easy for me to say, you know what, I want to get involved in this, which wasn't necessarily the, um, what's the word? It wasn't necessarily the role of a clinical physician. So, hey, I think it all worked out because after a while I started thinking about infectious diseases and medical anthropology and how people and their behaviors and all these different factors um, that, yeah, these different factors that we consider everyday things affect health. And bada bing, bada boom, yo. I'm getting my master's in public health. Hey. <laughs> it's lit. Gotcha. Like, would you have to say, because it kind of dealt with more of, like, what you're actually passionate about versus what you thought you wanted to pursue? Like, you kind of found what you actually loved in a process of doing something that you really didn't like? Yeah. Um, that definitely happened, um, and I can't totally say that I, yeah, I didn't totally like it, because there were aspects of my undergrad education that I loved. Like, hell, I loved getting into arguments with people in the middle of class about, oh, <laughs> my favorite topic was how I believe marriage is futile, and how, you know, gender inequality is like shit and it shouldn't exist but but yeah those are the moments I lived for in class and they greatly impacted the outcomes like they led to great conversations with my professors who in turn um, were very great at motivating me into sticking with my field or um got to know me well enough that they could write recommendation letters for college instead of, you know, me being a kid like, yo, can you write a recommendation letter? It's like, yeah, I know your name. You wrote this one paper for me. It was kind of okay. Not necessarily inflammatory. You didn't really speak much in class. I don't know you, so I can't say much about you. But I think there are aspects of that that, you know, that certainly made a difference. That made a difference that way. You know, being able to work in career development, which I never thought I'd do because I'm not a people person. But, you know, 
it was great because you learned new, I learned new skills and I got to know my bosses really well. And hey, it turns out that like, I can kind of speak in public and I want to be a college professor. So those are things that work out really well. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Which is really interesting. All right, so with that being said, how about, like, New York City? Like, what do you think that's going to do to you now? You know, because that's a a big jump. You know, you go from Mozambique to West Palm Beach, now to New York City. Like, I'll be joining you pretty soon up there, but what do you think is going to be a a change? Like, do you think you're going to change majors again in grad school? Or do you think you're going to remain at the same pace? Um, I had my second day of class today, and I absolutely loved it. Um, I've got no regrets at all, uh, which is odd because I overthink things a lot, but I genuinely love where I am right now. And I think as far as New York City goes, the city just, like, breeds creativity and self-assuredness. So, if anything, hopefully I'll be able to gather a bit of that self-assuredness or, you know, actually, what I'd really like is to get to work on my writing while I'm here because what other city can someone be a writer and learn and grow in her art than, you know, the city where the bell jar is set. And you know what I mean? Like, it's like the spirit of so many iconic authors, like, still roam these streets. And oh, yeah. so much fun to be a part of that. Like, no joke. Oh, 100%. You know, it's, it's it's the whole hustle and the energy and speed of New York City that kind of allows you to believe that any idea or any career that you're going into, like, allows you to test that out in the city because if you can make it there, you can make it anywhere, right? That's that's why I'm going up, personally, is um, to really get into that Did you properly mix. cite Frank Sinatra? Huh? Did you properly cite Frank Sinatra? Oh, absolutely. You know me a little too well. Love Frank Sinatra. Oh, yes. So that happened. No, definitely. All right, Nicole. Well, this is pretty good. Kind of set in a little bit on yourself. What PBA was like, I guess, from a little bit of my perspective, more of your perspective. Uh, Like, what was the culture like of Palm Beach Atlantic University, as well as what you trying out many different courses? and kind of discovering who you are, what you liked, and what uh, trajectory you took because of those decisions. And I guess now what New York City is going to do for you and do for us later on in the future when we join together and our forces in less than, well, actually, about four months. I'll be up there. New City, who did? New City, who did? Exactly. So with that being said, Nicole, thank you so freaking much for taking time with me, helping me do this podcast. Everyone got a ton of value out of this. If you have any questions at all for Nicole and I, please feel in to call in and leave some comments, and I'll feature you guys on the station. Hope you guys have a good night. Nicole, I'm going to call you in just a little bit. Peace out, home slices. Ciao.